Welcome to The Light of the World, and this is Jerry G. Martin. It was Jesus Christ who said that he chose us, and he did so, so that we can bear good fruit. I'm here to encourage you today that through the power of God and through prayer and through obedience, we all can be effective in the kingdom of God in reaching others. If there ever was a time that people need to come to Christ, it is now. God wants to use every believer to be effective in reaching those who are lost. I want you to join us today as we share the word of God about fruitfulness in our witness and then how to be effective in our prayer life when we need God to move for us. Come and go with us as we continue to walk in the light of God's word. And a lot of believers are waiting, sitting down on the ramp, waiting on the power switch to be turned on and some boost to come boost you out of where you are. He said, no, that don't work like that. You get on up and you start going and then I will push you along. Jesus said, listen to me, I chose you. You didn't choose me. I chose you. That passage tells us he did more than choose us. He also appointed us. Now, just think about this. Uh, he had you in mind and he was looking at you. He knew everything about you when he chose you. And he says, not only did I choose you, I have a specific appointment for you. I got something specifically designed with your name on it. I got an assignment for you. I have an appointment for you. I know the place where I'm going to put you. I know the situations I'm going to put you in. I know the trials I'm going to take you through to get you ready to do whatever I need you to get done. I know all of that. You don't have to tell me all your troubles. I know that. I help orchestrate some of it so I can prepare you for what you need to do. He appointed us. He knew our strengths and he appointed us. He knows our weakness and he still appointed us. So we already said we we're chosen. Didn't we say that? I'm chosen. Now say, I'm appointed. I'm appointed. He appointed me. So you should rejoice that you are chosen and you should rejoice that you are appointed. Jesus told us what he did. He said, I chose you. Now he tells us what to do. He says, I've chose you and I appointed you. Now go. Go. And bear fruit. And then he tell you what kind of fruit to bear. Fruit that will last. He's looking for everlasting, eternal fruit, and the only eternal fruit are the souls of men. I want you to bear fruit. I want you to gather people into the kingdom. I want you to influence. I want you to gather. I want you to encourage. I want you to share the message of the good news. So you were designed to work, and you were designed to win others to Christ. The last time I was here, we looked at this passage in the book of John, chapter 9, when Jesus and his disciples, the other church folks, were engaged with this blind man. Remember that? John chapter 9, verse 1, as he went along, he saw a blind man, he saw a man, rather, blind from birth. His disciples asked him, Rabbi, who sinned, this man or his parents, that he was born blind? Jesus answered in verse 3, he said, Neither this man nor his parents sinned, but this happened so that the work of God might be displayed in his life. As long as it is day, we must do the work of him who sent me. Night is coming 
when no one can work, while I am in the world, I am the light of the world. I believe when we look at this man who was born blind and Jesus interacted with him, I think it also gives us a spiritual lesson that all of us without Christ is blind. All of us without Christ is blind from birth. This man was blind from birth. We're all blind from birth. And we're, the Bible says we walk in darkness and there's no light in us. But when Jesus saw him, he was ready to do some work. He was ready to become engaged with this man. And the question I have is, how do we see people and how do we interact with them? So I want to get us ready to interact with people that we come into contact with. How do we see them? I said uh, at the beginning of this verse, as Jesus was going along, he saw this man. And as you go along in your daily work, in your life, in your vocation, in your profession, you are engaged with people. Some of the people you like, some of the people you don't like. Well, let me put it this way. Some people you'd rather be around and some people you'd rather not be around. Since we're believers, we don't want to say we don't like them. Some people you are comfortable with and you're comfortable with them more than other people that you might have an opportunity to become engaged with. How about that? That even says it's a lot better. So you can stay holy. I'm, I'm more comfortable with these than those. But when they boil down to me, I like these, I don't like those. And you know what? You don't have to be super, a super saint. There are people that you, that you uh, can, can relate to and interact with better than others because of our temperaments and all kinds of things like that. That's just natural. You know, Jesus had, some, had a lot of disciples, but he only hung out with 12 as his key disciple. And then when he got ready to do more personal things, he only took three with him. Peter, James, and John. He said, okay, y'all come with me. We're going to get a little bit more personal. I'm going to hang out a little bit more private with them. So, you know, there are people that you, you get along with and you engage with better than others. Don't mean you hate the other folk. Sometimes we, we tend to diminish people because we don't, we don't just connect with them like we could. And it don't mean you have to connect with everybody in the church and turn on, on the same level of uh, intimacy. You know, you don't want any, everybody in the church coming over to your house. I'm telling the truth now. Come on. You, know, you don't want everybody coming. Now, nothing's wrong with them, but you just don't want everybody coming. And some of y'all don't want nobody coming because <laughs> I, I don't get invited to nobody's house for Sunday dinner. I don't know how that happened. I'm the pastor. Nobody say, Pastor, you want to come for dinner? Just th I'm just throwing it out there before this Sunday. <laughs> you know, people used to invite the preacher over, and he used to go somewhere every Sunday years ago, but now he don't go nowhere now. You know, I didn't see nothing. Hmm. All right, never mind. <laughs> Jesus saw this man, and he saw the possibilities of what God could do with his life. I, wanna, I want us to start trying to see with the heart and the eyes of Jesus Christ. One time he told his disciples, you need to open your eyes 
and look out on the harvest field like I'm looking on the field. You see these people? He said they're harassed and helpless like sheep without a shepherd. The harvest is ripe, the labors are few. We need to look out there on that field. Don't just say these are folk, these are people that are just going about back and forth. Look at, look at them a little bit deeper from the spiritual standpoint and God will open your spiritual eyes so that you can see when you are willing Someone I just read a quote today. God want us to be willing to be willing. You want to think about that. Some people are not even willing to be willing. Lord, I'm willing to be used by you. I'm willing to be willing. I want to be used by you. Jesus didn't give these disciples the answer they were in terms of whether this man was born blind or his parents sinned. He said, neither this, parent, neither this man nor his parent. It happened so that the work of the Lord, now look at this, so that the work of the Lord might be displayed in his life. Jesus is going to talk about work here now, beginning in verse 3, 4, and 5, uh, 3 and 4 rather. This happened so that the work of God might be displayed. Listen, it's not about us when we interact with people and share our faith. Uh, we encourage them. We allow the Lord to use us. It's not about us. It's so that the work of God might be displayed. If that's what we like to have happen. Remember, he said, I chose you. Guess why he chose you? So that his work can be displayed in your life. I appointed you. Guess why he appointed you? Not so you can get glory out of what you're doing. So you can just uh, go get you some cards printed up and start you a big ministry because uh, people are getting blessed by it because you are ministering to them. I mean, that might be one of the outcomes, but that's not the purpose for it. The purpose is so that God can be glorified. He said, this happened. And then Jesus recognized, now it's time to go to work. He says, I must do the work of the one who sent me. I must do the work of the one who sent me. And then he says, listen, I want you to work while it's day. As long as it's day, we must do the work of the one who sent me as long as it's day. I want to share with you that all of us have some daylight. We're still alive. It's our daytime. Jesus says, while it's day in your life, that's when you need to do the work. I mean, are you alive? It's daylight. He says, because there's night's going to come. And when night come, no one is going to work. So Jesus says, I must do the work of him who sent me. He says, I have a precise assignment on the earth that was already arranged and laid out for him. Jesus' assignment was arranged and laid out. Your assignment is arranged and laid out. The issue is not that God is not going to use you. The issue is that we, we haven't understood that God has a specific assignment arranged and laid out for us. And we just can't get that. We just, we're just surviving day by day. We're just trying to make it day by day. We're not thinking in a larger context that God brought me in. He chose me. He saved me. And he has something that he has arranged and laid out for me to accomplish. 
Lord, I am here. Whatever you want to do in my life, I'm yielding myself to you so you can accomplish whatever you like in my life. Most believers spend our lives trying to go a direction and then we're asking God to bless what we want to do. This is what I want to do. I declare this is what I want to accomplish. This is where I want to go. This is what I want to do. God help me. God bless me. God anoint me to go down this pathway. And God says, you haven't really ever engaged with me about what my assignment is for you. And God's been trying to get you over that assignment. And, and every time you try to go down that pathway, you find some resistance. You find something that's kind of pulling you to the side. You're not happy. You're not satisfied. You're frustrated. You're struggling. And you just seem like I'm going against the wind. And you never said, wait a minute, Lord, am I going the right direction? Jesus said, my yoke is easy. My burden is light. If you got that load, you're pulling that load yourself. I'm not, it's not my burden. The message of Jesus Christ has never changed. His purpose for those who would believe on him and follow him was for us to be engaged in the ministry of reaching others for the kingdom of God. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son that whoever would believe on him would not perish but shall have everlasting life. He wants to use us through the power of prayer and through the power of the Holy Ghost to be effective witnesses for his kingdom. This is Jerry G. Martin, and if you would like to hear today's message again, you can hear it on our podcast on the Light of the World Daily with Jerry G. Martin. That's the Light of the World Daily with Jerry G. Martin. And let me take this opportunity as well to invite you to be our guest at the Light of the World. We meet each Sunday in person at 16161 Old Humble Road. If you're in North Houston, Atascacita, Fall Creek, Summer Creek, Kingwood, you're in our neighborhood. So come on out and be our guest. We trust that God will bless your time with us. Also want to let you know that we do have a bookstore on our campus. At the Beacon Bookstore, you can get Bibles, study materials, church supplies, communion supplies, or whatever you need. If we don't have it, we can order it for you. It's right here on our campus at the Light of the World. Call the Beacon at 281-441-2885. Again, that's 281-441-2885. If you heard the word of God and you would desire someone to stand with you in prayer, call us at 281-964-1393. Again, that's 281-964-1393. Now for the light of the world, this is Jerry G. Martin saying, May the Lord our God richly bless you. And we'll be with you again next time.